0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist, Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans.
1: This This is Loveline with
0: Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Loveline with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris?
2: Hey, you. How's it going?
0: Good, man. What's up? How was your weekend?
2: Uh, How was your week? Well, you know, newly singles have been out there dating, but we don't need to get into all that. How are you doing?
0: (sighs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually, I'm still recovering. Um, I'm a little slow motion because I'm on a lot of Percocets right now. <laughs> <laughs> so don't make me laugh. My chest hurts. Sorry. Um, yeah. So um, for people out there that don't know, um, I got breast reduction surgery, <clears throat> and my boobs look absolutely beautiful. I, I just
2: saw them. Yeah. I hope the world's ready. No, they they look great. Your doctor did a great job.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. And so you know, I just been like online shopping and getting. Cute little shirts because, you know, when you have big boobs, you can't get cute, cheap little shirts that like tie in the back. And, you know, you need full coverage like a, you know, a big grandma bra or no bra and just let them flap all over the place. Um, But now I'm really excited, but I'm still in recovery. It takes like four to six weeks and I'm only on my second week now. And you motherfuckers got me downstairs in the podcast room.
2: Work, work, work. <laughs> you know, mama <laughs> got Mama stops. gotta work.
0: So um <laughs>
2: Gotta keep the machine moving.
0: Yeah, man. Everyone yeah. misses
2: you. Everyone was wondering where you were, where you've been. So How
0: was last how was last week's podcast? I didn't even get a chance to listen to it. It was
2: good. It was good. I mean, we definitely missed you. Um Tess is cool as shit. We laughed a lot, talked a lot Tess. about Disneyland. Oh yeah, yeah, they're there like once a week, no joke. And I've been begging them to, to take me with them. So
0: oh shit, that's it. Tess yeah. is so beautiful. I I mean, she's she's amazing.
2: Yeah, her and Nick are fun. And so I was like, please take me to Disneyland. Mm. I want to go to Disneyland and fall in love. I'm actually I need to. I, I've been dating, so maybe that'll that's what I'll do on some of my future dates is go to Disneyland together. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, I I I I want to definitely be with someone who can find joy in the simple things.
0: I hear you, man. Right? I'm not mad at that no at all. No complexity. Yeah. And exactly. works in maybe
2: an industry that's a little simpler. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You know. God bless them. All right, what stories do we have today? We have
2: a lot. I actually have a lot for you. Okay. So, what do you want to do first? Do you want me to quiz you or do you want us to shake our heads and scream what's wrong with the world?
0: You know, I'm, I'm a nerd, so I'm going to go for the quiz. Bow,
2: bow, bow, bow. Okay, <clears throat> so this one is about a concept called micro-cheating.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So as the word kind of implies. I feel like we
0: talked about this before. We
2: sure did. It's those little microwaves. So they did an article on all the different ways that people have claimed partners have cheated that weren't the overt, like had sex with someone. Right. So I'm going to throw some at you. Okay. And just weigh in on whether or not in your mind, in your definition, this would fall under cheating. So okay. are you cool with? Okay. Is Amber Rose cool with? Uh, your partner watching porn by themselves. While or also watching someone on cam, like one of those cam sites, are you cool? Would you cool with your partner doing that? Cam? Yeah.
0: I don't. I've never been in that situation, but porn, yes. What about a cam?
2: I don't someone know. So live on the other end.
0: Uh, that's a that's I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that.
2: Got to think about it.
0: Yeah, I feel like because <laughs> I feel like porn stars are there for you know for a reason. For you to, you know, watch them have sex, mm-hmm. so you can masturbate and get mm-hmm. pleasure off of that, but a uh, actual person you get to interact with, Cam, correct?
2: Uh, it depends. Some of them, well actually all of them. Yes. Either, either you just type in a message that they can respond to where they do not see you or there's ones where they do see you and it's kind of. Reciprocal.
0: No, I feel like that's too much for
2: me. <laughs> too far, too much.
0: Yeah. I just feel like cause you can, you can develop more of an emotional connection to for sure. that person. Yeah. I don't like that. I think
2: that's why some people actually do like it is that it is more interactive, it right. is more personalized. Um, would you date someone in the porn industry? Just FYI.
0: Would I date someone in the porn industry? Just go right in on the um, loaded question. I'm going to say no only because I'm really jealous.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you got you to gotta really have a lot of confidence and trust. You got to also, like in any field, date someone who's also going to be respectful of how their work impacts you and the boundaries you might need. And not everyone's willing to do that. Yeah. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go through. Uh, dinner with someone that they're attracted to. Would you be cool with your...
0: Fuck no. Are <laughs> why, you crazy? Why am I even
2: asking that? And shaking her head. Even, I agree. I think that would be hard on me. But you know what? I would probably be more inclined to say, if I trust you and you tell me there's a, a bigger reason and purpose for it, go enjoy.
0: I mean, that's the thing. If it's if it's a dinner meeting for business right. and I know the other person is attractive and I'm not fucking blind. Right. You know, I'm I'm gonna take the high road and be like, babe, do what you gotta do. I know this is only business I'm not tripping, but okay. you know, I'll be peeking through. The, the kitchen i'm gonna be right there like, I wish, like mother over i there. wish her bitch would
2: <laughs> um this is a good one too how about would you be okay with your your partner having a work spouse
0: what the fuck does that mean B- bitch who am i <laughs>
2: i'm your work husband oh so people got to be okay with you having a work husband are you okay with them having a work wife
0: I mean, if it's all fun and games and playing. Okay. You know, because me and you aren't fucking. No. So, it's still like, you know, it's my it's my work husband, but we're just,
2: you know. <laughs> I love this. How about them? This is stupid. I don't even know if this is on here. Them keeping their dating profile. I mean, really? What? Yeah. I'm no. not, we're not going to answer that one. Sexting. I already know where you weigh on that. Sending racy photos. That is sexting. Following an ex on social media.
0: And I, I got a problem. Really? Yeah. Say fuck more. yeah. What's that about? Um why for what
2: because it, uh, this is the, I'll just play devil's advocate because yeah. they might say to you well Amber because at one time this person was really important to me and there's still meaningful things about their life that are I that's, don't know, that's influ- fine when transform- you when
0: you run into them at the grocery store you can say hi <laughs> I'm fine with that
2: a little smile and a nod. you can, yeah, you can say though. hi
0: introduce me <laughs> but you don't need to see what they're doing every day that's crazy
2: Oh man, I actually don't follow any of my exes on social media. No, that's not true. I do follow one. Um,
0: I don't follow any of my exes on social media.
2: Yeah, no. I get why it's still, you know, it can every now and then bring up some interesting feelings, associations, but you deal with it. But yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Cool. Looks like we have a call. Okay.
0: Okay. Yep. Kelly's on the line. Hey, Kelly, you're on with Dr. Chris and I. How can we help you?
3: Hey guys, um, okay, I'm a little nervous, but I'm really excited to talk to you guys and get kind of like some professional advice about my questions. Okay. Um, okay, so I have two different questions and they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, but I'll start with the first one. Um, so my boyfriend and I have been together for a year and a half and we are like super obsessed with each other, super in love, um, but we obviously like have our trials and tribulations um, and most of that stems around partying. Uh, So we both like to party, um, like drink, sometimes some recreational drugs um, with our friends and stuff. But my problem is that he's had a rough couple of years, um, and I'm worried that sometimes he has the inability to say no to some people and that he might be using partying as like a coping mechanism for some of the stress that he has. So, for example, he'll go out with just some of his friends and I'll stay home. And he'll tell me he's going to be home around a certain time. Um, I'm not all up in his business or anything because I really trust him, but he won't come home until, like, 4, 5, or 6 or something. Um, And I just, I've tried to talk to him about it, and I think I'm maybe just not saying the right things. And I want to, so my question is, um, how do I approach the topic and not like a i'm holier than now i'm better than you way but that i'm like worried about you i love you i kind of see this pattern emerging and i just want to make sure you're okay and you know i think just like that i think
0: everything you just said was very calm um, it sounds like you 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 know a uh, you want to? Uh, oh all, no! I'm on you, drugs. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Amber, Amber's
2: high right now, so she's partying herself right here. <laughs> I'm, like,
0: I'm really Amber. I'm we're like, on love line on right, now. right now. I um, mean.
2: No, I mean, I think oh, yeah. I often like the idea of setting the intention. So if you're going to have a possibly triggering, difficult conversation with someone, start by letting them know why you want to talk to them. that you care kind of about them. them. Yeah, yeah care you about
0: care about because coming from a caring place. It's not like. I'm doing this and I'm better than you. It's just more so like, babe, I care about you. I feel like you're ODing right now. You need to kind of, right. you know, chill out.
2: Is he, do you think he's maybe an addict that this has become an addiction issue?
0: Um, I worry about that. Cause I Me know
2: too.
3: he has addictive traits in his genetics.
2: And um, some of what you're talking about has, uh, some signs of symptoms of addiction. You know, he's, yeah putting drugs before other important things he's not able to uphold commitments he's making Um, it's Mm -hmm. it's certainly disrupting your life he's using it as a way to cope with what you called stress in his life I would say someone's going through a really stressful time that is actually not a period of your life when you should be using drugs and alcohol because that's when you tend to overuse them I also think it's Mm -hmm. fair in a way that you know when when we're in a relationship it's okay to let someone know how their lifestyle or in, and behaviors impacting you, and that's not controlling, that's not complaining. Mm-hmm. Right. It's called making requests. It's called setting boundaries, and you have to be able to do that. I personally won't date someone that parties. It stresses me out. Right. Yeah. I'm I missing. personally don't. Um, that's not a lifestyle that makes sense for me. I support adults using recreational drugs in healthy ways if it makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's a red flag. I'm out. Yeah. It's messy. Um, so if you want to be in this relationship right. with him. You you are allowed to set boundaries saying I need okay. if, if my partner tells me he's gonna be home at midnight, I need to trust that he will and if he won't, he'll let me know if and when. Yes,
0: and home. he'll call yeah. Period. And he'll call you at midnight right. and be like, you know what, babe? <laughs> I it's midnight and I said I would be home, but I'm just letting you know that I want to stay out with my friends maybe for another hour or so, so I'll just keep you posted. Yes,
2: that's not control, that's okay. care. Yeah. Bam. Okay. So okay, it's cool. two separate issues. It's just relational Concerns around him not upholding commitments he makes with you, and not communicating with you where he's at, and then the second piece is I might you might have a drug problem.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Which means you might
2: okay, not be well able to party really, with him anymore.
3: Right. I kind of like partying though, but I'm able to say no when I need to. You know.
2: Yeah, you have to. Um, That's someone who's got a problem.
3: Right. Okay, that really helps. So the second question I have is like totally other side of the issues, um, which is not really a big issue. So I went into the relationship telling him I wanted some form um, of an open relationship, and we both decided um, with each other that that would uh, mean for us just bringing another woman in to the bedroom, um, no emotional connections, nothing like that. And we put that on hold right now just trying to figure out other things, but I just wanted some advice because we've tried when we were um, kind of looking for that. Early in our relationship, we tried like Tinder and OkCupid and Thrender, and we messaged with some girls and like did group chats, and we um, almost went on two different dates, but they kind of just ghosted us. So we are like in professional indi- industry, so we don't want to blast our photo around saying, hey, we're like trying to fuck someone. But um, we're also don't want to like go to a bar and just pick someone up because we want to make sure we're safe um, with testing and everything. So if you just have any advice about kind of practical ways to, when we get to that point, kind of, I don't know, enter into really that difficult.
2: world. That sounds
0: <laughs> That sounds like a lot of work.
2: Yeah. First, I Kelly, know. you guys got to get rid of this partying issue. But <clears throat> Amber, right, I mean, right. you've had many very successful three ways. What are you, what's your...
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> never and 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 no and that's not me being judgy i'm just a fucking square right, right. Yeah. um you know i just i just haven't um it just sounds like a lot of work yeah. like i mean it sounds an ideal world like to get like the perfect girl to come through you know she already tested and like you know she's not a weirdo and then she doesn't catch feelings yeah. i mean it's like perfect but yeah dr chris how do you how do you even find that? Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's it sounds it's so it's hol- difficult. difficult. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> in theory, I love the idea of just being out in the world, living your lives, and you both find someone who's attracted to you, and you're attracted to them. But that's rarely how it goes. There is Adult Friend Finder, which is another site that's set up for things like this. But essentially, it, okay. you're going to be relying upon online. And so, yeah, it's kind of what you've been doing already: Tinder, Thrinder, and all the different sites that speak to that. But it's not easy. What
0: if? What if? Okay, so she says she doesn't want to do like um her pictures yeah. of her and her man, but is there any type of like parties like um
2: like swingers? Yeah parties.
0: I mean yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, but that tends to be more swapping, like hey honey, you go over there and find a woman and I'll go over here and find a man. Right. Um, you live in Georgia. I know here in LA there are and in some other cities some I'm actually in sex LA. Clubs.
3: I'm actually in LA oh, now. I just oh. moved here. Yeah.
2: Oh, right on. okay, cool. Well, there's a, there, there's some sex libs here where adults it's, they're usually more King BDSM related, but you will meet individuals that are more open and you can you know visit those and strike up conversation and find people. Um, there's also a group here called Sex Positive LA, which is a really sex positive uh, group of people that get together and have meetups, and they're definitely open to finding thirds and fourths. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good well, luck though. Right. You got it all there.
0: Okay, thank you so much, guys. Right, take Bye. care, Kelly. Bye. Yeah, that sounded uh, really difficult.
2: Did that stress you out a little
0: bit? A little bit.
2: I what I what I uh, compliment Kelly on though is her willingness to have really open, important conversations with her partner, because you have to be able to have those difficult conversations.
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
2: Because me and you have both dated people where. You know, you want to go to them and say, hey, there's some things I'd love for us to work on as a couple. And they're like, you complain. And it's like, that's not fair. I've had that. Yeah, it's
0: so fucking annoying. It's so annoying.
2: You're trying to control me. And it's like, no, I'm not at all. I'm just trying to bring to you some things that I would like to see done differently. Can we talk about it?
0: Yeah. And it's not like, ew, you need to do this. Or, you know, um, I'm breaking up with you if you don't do that. It's just, It comes from a very calm place of Wow, that's really loud.
2: Come from a Out calm place there. of I care about you and us and I want this to work and so I want to talk about needed changes. Yeah. But when someone's saying you're trying to control me, um, where does that leave us? Yeah. And you know, and it's hard also to be in relationships with people who don't want to allow you to make requests about their career and boundaries and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's very annoying.
2: Anyway, I'm rambling. Um, hey, did you know that I'm speaking in LA? in February,
0: February, what?
2: February 24th at UCLA. Uh, link is in my Twitter bio. I will be there. And my Instagram.
0: Mm. And what are you going to talk about?
2: Uh, I'm part of the, uh, Sexual Health Alliance Sexceptional Lecture Series. My talk is called Outside the Lines No Orgasm is Neutral Liberating Sex from Problematic, Problematic Culture, Psychology, and Normativity.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay.
2: So come out, guys.
0: Damn, son. Yeah, click the link on the bio. Why don't you give them your handle?
2: Oh, yeah. My Instagram is at Dr. Donahue. Uh, it's in my little bio there. But you can find it on other social media as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose. Do we have another caller? Sure do. Keisha is on the line. Come on, Ann. God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Keisha. You're on with me. Hey, what's up, guys? You're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Okay.
3: So, <laughs> squirting.
0: Ah, very
3: big topic for me. Maybe for a lot of females. I'm just trying to see are there any better ways to possibly get This type of orgasm, like on a more regular basis, everything on the internet is jab jab jab.
2: What does that mean? Jab jab jab.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm over here like really doing like the motion too, (laughs) like everything. It just looks really, you know, it's not that great. And then when you actually try, it I don't know about other women, but for my tight little vagina, that shit hurts. It does not feel good, and I don't feel like right. So I'm like, what? In Come this on, example, man, like,
2: though, what's in you? What's what's in your vagina that's hurting you? Are we talking about a finger, a penis, a toy? What are we talking about?
3: Well, men generally try okay. the finger first because you know everything online is the two fingers or the one finger, and you're going up in there and the little, uh, you know, the little picture they they show you is like ah, you know, like you're you're curving up this way. So put your two fingers out and act like you're pointing at yourself, and that's yeah, that's what I'm doing right now to look stupid, but <laughs> that's what men try to do in your vagina to get you to squirt. And I've done it a few times, but I was kind of drunk, but...
2: It's amazing! It's, like, it's amazing how drunkenness will take many people to places that they don't. You get know why sober. I think
0: you know. Then you know what the answer is. Free. What <laughs> I think it is. I think that when you're drunk, you're not scared to move your body in certain ways. You're not scared That's to right. make that ugly that ass face That's right. and get all into it. Make a
2: mess if you're gonna make. Make a mess, a mess smack them, right. choke them.
0: Right. You know all that because when you're drunk, you don't give a fuck. So you t- you could take it to the next level. But when you're sober, right. I'm like, I don't care about these sheets today. Exactly. Yeah, you're just really self-conscious probably um, when you're sober.
3: Yeah. That's- right. Well, see, I am i don't know because also I'm in my mid-30s now and I just also the last probably 10 years or so have really gotten to know my clitoris a little bit better. So I think for orgasming too, it's like that's a different height of orgasm compared to just your regular clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, along with clitoral stimulation, with you know the penis inside so it's like I'm, I don't know trying to get to that next plateau of orgasm and trying to learn my body how like how much
2: hair, Keisha you're like you're this female sexual empowerment icon <laughs> right now you are like taking time <laughs> you're reading you're doing research you're asking for things you're exploring your body I mean the amazing thing that I hope you'll realize is that that whole pelvic area has the capacity to be orgasmic and pleasurable the urethral area mm-hmm. which we can call like the u-spot the perennial area between your anus and your vag- vaginal opening—we call that the P-spot. So, like mm-hmm. that whole area, tugging on the labial area, like the that whole area can be stimulated. So, I love that. Look, the squirting thing's hard. Like six to ten mm-hmm. percent of people report being squirters. That's a that's a, you that's know a how normal. I feel about squirting. Amber <laughs> hashtag squirt that P girl. <laughs> Amber (laughs) thinks it's pee.
0: I think it's just pee, and I think that's why girls squirt when they're drunk because you feel like you gotta pee, and you right
3: because it does feel like that. It feels like I'm like I'm about to piss.
0: No, I guess yeah. And then while you're getting penetrated, it's like you're drunk, so you're like, fuck it. If some pee comes out, fuck it. Who cares? Mm You am know, I, no, it's coming, dude. Yeah, so you, yeah, so you like push it out, and it feels good at the same time while you're being penetrated. I get it. Exactly.
3: Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully, Doctor uh, Groffenberg is, is is somewhere in the spirits <laughs> listening to, listen
2: to Yeah, he yes. sure is. I'll say this though, like one of the things that doesn't help is when someone has. Um, an anatomical or physiological goal that stress tends to move us away from it. So if someone's like, "I need mm-hmm. to get a rock hard erection and keep it," that anxiety is not going to allow that. And if someone's like, "I'm going to orgasm," that anxiety is not going to allow right. that. So your best bet of right. getting there is by kind of backing off of making that the goal because mm-hmm. it's all about relaxing. It's all about heightening pleasure. Um, usually people squirt more from toys or fingers because the curvature mm-hmm. is what, that that stimulates areas that the penis won't that usually need to be stimulated for orgasm or squirting. So it is usually more fingers. I have a goes. vibrator,
3: but I don't have anything that goes in there because I'm going to be real. I, I just don't like dildos. <laughs> I get it. I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I like the... The flesh feeling, but then yeah, again trying to get that, you know. So I definitely agree with. I'm definitely probably focusing way too hard on this because it low key makes me feel like I have F- what's it called FSD sometimes it feels like that because especially when you're getting older and you're trying to figure out your body more, not even figure out, but learning your body more. And then I've had two C-sections. So it's like, you know, every time you get cut, you know, you lose a little sensation. And so just trying to work through a lot of that. And I don't hear a lot of forums really where women are at, that are current anyway, where women are talking about orgasm, you know, after childbirth and C-sections for real, as far as like be you know, how you really want sex to feel Because you're not to supposed to.
0: Them. You're a woman. You're not supposed to enjoy sex after you have kids.
2: Because uh, then you're a hoe.
0: Because then you're a, a hoe. <laughs> shit. Well, you know what, honey? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so I'm society be, is finna so finna horrible. I'm going to be a
3: and then because I need to come. Okay.
0: <laughs> I,
2: as, I, as I was told a couple weeks ago, you got to work on getting your back blown out.
3: right one of our That's listeners. Back blown out. One of our listeners dropped that one.
2: <laughs> Amber, <laughs> uh, so look focus just focus on pleasure focus on enjoying your body and I would say focus less on the goal of squirting um, mm. and then it's fun all around anyway that part I'm definitely working on it because lord I'm just like
3: you know when you get horny and then again I call this second puberty where we're in our 30s we're walking around and it's like oh am
0: yeah. I wet? yeah yep <laughs> Yeah, girl. <laughs> like
3: no one talks Amber's about going that either. Right. too.
0: Because no one, because no one, you, no one you're in your 30s, the first woman I've ever heard like be like, yes. Like, <laughs> no, it's true. Because I'm 34 now, and your 30s is, is just such a it's such a wonderful time for like your vagina because you're wet all the time, you're horny all the time, you just mm, and yes, hopefully you've
2: done I the work. Found different things. Which Keisha and you good. have done around being sexually confident. And yeah. so it all mm-hmm. kind of aligns up. I mean, that's what I hope for people. By the time they get to their 30s, they're more body positive or they're like, my body is what it is and I can right. have sex at any size or shape. And they're more confident asking for what they want.
0: Yeah.
2: And they're exploring what they want and like, and they're and they're centering their own sexuality. Because I, I, I have these women patients and they come in and they say to me, I'm afraid to tell my male partner what positions I need in order to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Or he's just not willing to put the time and effort into it. Yeah, or well, some most men feel guys, a little
3: self conscious. I think by that clitoral stimulation while yeah. they're inside, because I think it's kind of a male ego thing, maybe it to is. like to get a man. You know, to get you, I'm, I'm gonna get you to squirt, girl. Well, nigga, what if I don't want to squirt? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right.
0: uh, Keisha, you're awesome, uh, yo. You. Check back in I'm with sorry. us. <laughs> check back call, call us call us back enjoy
2: and, that journey
0: yeah for sure. Thanks, i will thanks, next, look, next,
2: next thing i have i'll call y'all don't worry thank you guys all thank right you.
0: bye she, she was so cute
2: i love people like her she yeah cares. She, it's interesting to hear all this because i you know i'm in like the opposite place right now since my breakup i just don't have a sex drive
0: Yeah, but that's because emotionally you're drained Yeah, this is
2: new for me, though. In the past, as soon as I was newly single, I was hypersexual. I I was out there, and, like, it's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of surprising.
0: Like I said, I feel like, you know, you just have really true feelings. Um, And so, you know, you're just a little hurt right now, and things, you know, will eventually get better, and then you'll get your sex drive back and stuff like that. But
2: I can't wait because this is this is a version of me I'm not that familiar with.
0: Yeah, it's I'm cool. Just like, I'm it's good. I'm just chilling. It gives you time to focus on your business. Sure. You know. Yeah. Instead of thinking about you know Running sex and shit. Yeah. Yeah. My back, my pack's <laughs> not getting blown out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I have been creeping towards the whole dating thing, and I have started to go on dates and. Just see what that feels like again to reload that it? part of myself. <clears throat> um it's really it's really scary because, you know, having been out of that and now being back in it, I'm reminded of the body policing and body shaming that goes on. And I think that's been one of the more powerful things and just having to encounter some really shitty people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it
0: isn't. It's like I remember those days of like dating, and then you're just kind of like, "Wow, you're a really fucked up person," mm. you know. And you're just like, "I can't even believe that people are out there like you." Yeah, you know. And it's just kind of like you know, because we we surround ourselves with really positive people. Correct. You know what I mean? So like when we run into people and they're f- weird fucking friends and shit. But
2: that's the thing is like the lack of ethics and and. V- like positive feminist or social justice values. It's just like, like, you know, the jokes people make or I'm like, that's actually not funny. That's.
0: Oh my God. No, totally. Ugh. But you know, Dr. Chris, me and you and our listeners, we we all have a higher level of thinking. Sure and so when we run into people that are like, Oh my God, she's such a hoe, and she and like I'll be like, what? Oh yeah, you know, or like That's she's a right mother. There. She needs to you know p- get fucking put clothes on. Like, oh, can we talk about Kim Kardashian's pictures yesterday? Did sure. you see? Okay, so <laughs> so her pictures come out, and then I see like um, Tammy from Housewife. She has like this. She has this Instagram called Bonnet Chronicles, and I I want to say that I might actually follow her, um, which I think I I might unfollow now i I don't know who she is i'm
2: not familiar with this person okay
0: so anyway she you know she kind of goes on like a little rant which is like usually funny Mm. and she'll just tell you about yourself and she'll be like Mm. you know like when your family comes into town they always want money you know just shit like that that you can relate to as a person you'll you'll laugh at it and stuff but yesterday she did a video and it was just like it was like kim you're past that you're a mother you're a wife like put some fucking clothes on. on and like you know and then snoop Dogg retweeted it which is like, Snoop, you're a man. First of all, don't tell a woman what the fuck she needs to do with her body. Preach. And, you know, me and Kim, we haven't been the best of friends um, throughout the years. But besides all that, it's just like I was so frustrated and angry for her because I'm just like. Kim is beautiful and her body is beautiful. And just because she has two kids and a wife doesn't mean that she can't feel desirable. D- does it mean that she can't? you know, take sexy pictures anymore? Does she need to turn into a fucking nun? And like, you know, all of a sudden just go back to obscurity because she's a mom and it's like just not be sexy anymore? It's such a form
2: of shaming and policing that...
0: But wait, so wait, I'm not done. So oh, okay. I look on, so it's on the shade room and I see that t- t- that Snoop Dogg reposted it and the Shade Room reposted it. So, I look at all the comments. Everyone was like, yes, bitch. Tell them tell Tammy, girl. What? Like, you know, Kim needs to go sit her fucking ass down. And she got kids. She needs to put some goddamn clothes oh, on. Man. And and I was just like, how is this life? Like, how is it
2: 10,000
0: oh, yes. 10, yes. comments of people telling a woman what she needs to put on right. or you know what, what type of picture she needs to take or insinuating that she's not a good mom or she's not taking care of her kids because she's having a photo shoot is absolutely fucking ridiculous to yes. me. Um and it really pissed me off.
2: Uh yes, I love that you said how is this life <laughs> because uh I watched some comments people posted on Tess Holidays page mm-hmm. where they're talking about her body and her health yeah. so they're health policing. Um, I also saw an article that just came out where Dane Cook, the comedian, his girlfriend is 19 and he's 40, and their ageist comments are like, that's gross. And it's like, well, that's weird because me and Amber, we both date younger people. Yeah. Because age doesn't promise health at all, you know? Right. And then you're talking about this where they're slut shaming a mom who's confident in her sexuality and right. working on female sexual empowerment. Like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything. Just like shut it the says fuck something up. so powerful about your mental health. If you think it's acceptable to go on someone else's public page or talk publicly about them poorly, it says more about but, you. But so
0: I go on Snoop's page, oh God, and he deleted it because I feel like all our people, all the feminists, right. were like Snoop, in. shut the fuck up. Like you cannot. But see, going back to a lot of guys, they don't know any better, right? You know, he's, and so, and then I see memes, it's like, um, it's women versus hoes, what? and it's like Beyonce, and then a picture of Kim, and it's like, what?
2: Beyonce's How? the woman and Kim's the hoe? Yeah. How's that work?
0: You That's know, and horrible. it's just, it's just like, uh, it's just, you know, listen, I it's so frustrating. It's like. Why does anybody have to be a hoe? Why do you have to use a derogatory label on a woman that's comfortable in her sexuality? Well, it's so frustrating, and it's the reason why I started my yeah. slut walk, because it's like, it's like, in Snoop, like, Snoop? <laughs> why are you reposting that?
2: I agree. I mean, here's the thing. You respect women or you don't. And if your respect for them is determined on what they're wearing or how they're living out in the world, well, then you don't. And it's horrible. Yeah. So anyway, from man to man, y'all, you guys need to knock that guys,
0: shit please stop telling women what to do with their fucking bodies.
2: Seriously. And if female and women, sexuality scares you. Go, go back to your room and work on that privately on your own. Don't shame. And
0: not even room. that, women. If you want to dress covered up and conservative by all means, go and fucking do that. But don't judge the next bitch. Let her live her life. Let her be happy. If she can do it all, if she can, Take nude pictures and raise her fucking kids and make her man happy and live her fucking life, then let her do it and don't be a fucking hater. Yep. It's horrible. I, I was so pissed yesterday <laughs> laying in my bed.
2: You're like, Mama's trying to heal. I don't need you know, aggravation. I can't,
0: yeah, like it was like <laughs> stressing my tits out. My
2: blood needs to stay in the booberry healing. I don't need to oh go my into my hands. God. And my God,
0: I just couldn't fucking believe it. But you know what was weird is that Kim got a lot of shit, but. For some reason when I posted my Bush picture, I didn't get as much shit. Right. I got more love, if anything. Yeah.
2: Guess guess who I saw I jumping in on this was uh Here's Morgan. I saw him he tweeted in around the Kim thing, I believe. Like uh, he's always, he, well, he always, he's always wants popping attention. in on that. Yeah. He's such a dick. But I laughed thinking like here's another white cis hetero dude weighing in on
0: What a woman needs to shut do. Up. Shut up. You are so white privileged. Shut know, the fuck shut up. Out. Ugh. Hannah. <laughs> Are you on the phone, girl? Cause I got it. Oh yes, uh, yes. I've been on the phone. Oh her. my god!
2: <laughs> no pressure, but what do you? You better have something good Jesus for us.
0: Jesus Christ, people! Oh, my, oh god. my god! I've just been Pierc- like over listening oh. and like frying tofu
1: and <laughs> <laughs> loving it.
2: <laughs> my vegan sister. Thank you. I love you for that. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Find oh my gosh, tofu. Vegan for life. What's, so what's up? going on? How can we help you, babe? Um, hi. So I have kind of a. I mean, I guess it's a question for both of you, but um, I feel like it's maybe more of a Dr. Chris question. Um, My husband and I have been together for five years. We've had a really great sex life from the start, um, but the one thing he really wants to do that we've tried and I just can't get into is pegging. Um,
2: Can you just explain that to people, those are listening, that's when you strap on a dildo and you penetrate him generally? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You strap on a dildo. Um, and you basically just, like, do doggy style. You can do, like, um, like style. missionary yeah.
0: even. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you, did um, but, you try it already and it wasn't your thing? Or he still wants you to try it?
1: Um. Okay. So, <laughs> I've tried it, I think, now, like, four different times. And it's. I just, like, there's nothing stimulating me. Right. I can just, like, watch that he's having, like, the best orgasm ever, which is great. And I'm, like... I obviously like want him to have that but I just can't like mentally feel sexual while in like a dominant situation like I just can't take myself seriously with a strap on on. I feel like it looks funny.
2: Yeah. I mean this is this is actually a beautiful conversation because there's so much in there. Number 1, um everyone assumes or expects heterosexual men to be Cops or doms and they're not. Some of them are subs where they like to be approached for sex. They like their female partner to initiate. They like him like to be in a submissive position where the females strapping on and dominating him. I mean, I, I applaud you for being willing to do it. I think in loving relationships, when our partner asks us to do something that's safe, um, I think it's appropriate to do it even if you're not that into it. Um, I think it's okay mm-hmm. to focus on what's pleasurable for him. It might seem a little hokey or, you know, not hot to you, but, it's okay to do that anyway sometimes.
0: I agree. Yeah. I okay. Think, yeah. I think like, you know, I mean, let's say you wanted him to do something that he wasn't necessarily into. down on into. Not yeah. all men even
2: want to go down on women. Very true. Um, but you would want him
0: to do it. Yeah. yeah. And you would want him to be into it because you yes. could tell if he's not into it, you're not, you're not going to be into it. I I know that's yeah. me. Like I could tell if somebody's not into it, I'm just going to be like, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, just all you have to do is when you're pegging him, just ha- just get into your feminine aura. Do, you know, flip your hair back. You know, do, um, while you, you know, put one hand on him, the other hand like rubbing your titties or something like that. You yeah, know, stimulate yourself because
2: here's the thing. Yeah. You don't have to strap on. If he likes anal stimulation, he might be down for you to just use a toy on him and then he could be, depending okay. on your position, he could be using a toy on you while you're using a toy on him. He could oh, be. Hey. I mean, there's there's ways to move bodies around where you could be just using a dildo on him or a vibrator while he's pleasuring you as well, or you're pleasuring yourself. So it might not have to be doggy or whatnot. Play with that. I mean, <clears throat> the lo- yeah, I was not gonna go there, but yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I, I mean, just, a just if I you just start back.
0: using your feminine mannerisms during doing that, um, you mm-hmm. can still be very sexy and feminine, um, especially missionary. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: excited now. I just, oh, like I, I, he's so good to me, and he just, he'll do, he'll try anything I want to try, and be so into it. And I'm like a little envious, and I want to be that way for him, um, and kind of get out of my rut because I like to do like the same like three things.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the thing. That's That's what happens. Like if you're in a monogamous relationship, then our partners are inherently limited by what we're willing to do or not do, and that can get boring. And so it's like. If you take off the table what you won't do and you take off the table what he won't do, you're just going to do whatever's left over. And that's sometimes just like one or two things. And that doesn't always allow for a long-term happy sex life. And so you got to be willing to kind of expand and push yourself. So I love that. I I like anal stimulation. Um, Last woman I was with, she was willing to put her fingers in that area. I fucking loved it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about guys that they have a prostate. Lucky fuck, they fucking Amber, get Amber, everything. You used to see, look
2: yeah. on amorous face when she says it. She's like flipping the table. She's like, "Not fair."
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, know, so like, like,
1: I need more things. I want more waste. to an orgasm. Right? I get
0: it. Yeah, cool. guys. Guys are lucky in that way. So, um, but yeah, and, um, yeah. Good luck with that, babe. Uh, call us back. Let us know what happened.
1: I will, and I hope your boobs are feeling great.
0: Thank <laughs> you, honey. I'm getting there.
1: Awesome.
0: All,
2: All right, right Well, Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. 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 I love. Oh yeah. Okay. Um what a what a uh exp- uh what's the word I'm using progressive open couple. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What would the you, the fact so that how, he yeah. the fact that he came to her and was like I want you to peg me is like that means that they have a really great friendship Are on top of it. Are you down for that? Um yeah, I would try that. I mean, if my, if, if my man came to me in a very comfortable way, like he trusted me with that, yeah. I would, for sure.
2: Because, you know, women listeners, it's a, it's a in our culture, which is very femme-phobic and homophobic, it can feel emasculating for a guy to be shamed for approaching his female partner and saying, like, hey, I would love for you to stimulate that area with a finger, a toy, your mouth. So if they yeah, do but, that... Yeah, but, you know,
0: what we say all the time is that you know, it's not gay if it's coming exactly. from a woman. So yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of girls too will be like, is my boyfriend gay? Yeah. Cause he wants me to play no. with his Anything ass. Anything a and,
2: hetero couple does is hetero. But if a guy comes to you and does that and you're not into it, don't shame. Yeah. Just say like, Hey, I mean, I don't my know, whole thing I is like, if that.
0: you're in a relationship, just try it.
2: I agree. Like
0: it's like saying, I don't, I don't like sushi, but you never had it.
2: Yeah, well, it's also, yeah, it's also saying I don't want to give you pleasure. I don't want to be as intimate and close. Like it's not going to hurt you. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's good to give your partner things that they like.
0: All right, uh, we have one more caller. <laughs> Come on, Ann. You're making my boobs hurt. <laughs> Make sure you lock that door. So um hey Liz hey hey you're on with me and Dr. Chris how can we help you oh my god that's crazy oh my god oh my god I love you guys so much <laughs> we, love we love you, you too <laughs> um
3: so just want to quickly say like you guys are awesome thank you for like everything that you do I know like everyone says that but like it truly like changed my life like it's awesome Aww,
1: um
3: thanks. um but basically so my question is so a little bit of background I started dating this guy in like October um I've known him for, like, 10 years. We're, like, super good friends, like, all that stuff, and um, everything's great. But then, so, he had this girlfriend, like, this year passed, and they were dating for, like, three years. So, a long time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, she still texts him occasionally and is, like, you know, sort of tells her life and, like, vents to him. And he, like, answers because, like, he's kind of, like, the nice guy and like just like wants to like he doesn't want to give anyone the cold shoulder and stuff like that wait so, like, stop I there for one second
2: weird. stop there for one second he is only yeah. responding because he would feel bad to not respond he's not responding you're saying because he's interested in maintaining a friendship
3: he's like interested in like staying friends with her but like she like she only texts him and like he just feels bad and answers and like but there's a difference
2: her, like, life you're kind of saying both at the same time he wants to be a friend but he's only responding because he feels bad which is it because if you want to be friends with someone, you respond. I to mean, okay. Mind.
0: Friends like what? Do they go out to eat together? Do they like just key, uh, he, he, ha ha on the phone, <laughs> you know, or, or is it like <laughs> she don't... randomly texts him and he's like, Oh, she's texting me. Like, I feel bad. I got to text her back. Well, And the
2: reason why I ask yeah, is so it's, because it's that's like not that. friendship or kindness. If, right. If you don't want a relationship with someone, don't, don't give them the message you do. Even as a friend, that's not fair. That's not nice. No one, I wouldn't want a friend to pretend to be my friend. Like that's how you build resentment. Just if he's not interested, yeah. A friendship. He's only feeling bad. He should tell her that, like, "Hey, um, this isn't comfortable for me. Thank you for reaching out, but I'm focusing on my girlfriend." Bam, done. But if your question yeah. is, he does yeah. want a friendship, that's different.
3: Yeah. So I guess it's more of the fact that he feels bad because he's like, I don't want to give anyone the cold shoulder. Like I'm just to. not that person. He needs
2: to. He has Which to I'm lovingly like, I, I to- let her down.
0: Agree. Period. Yeah, because he's in a new relationship with you and he's happy with you. And so, you know, he needs to be like, look, so and so, you know, I don't hate you. You know, I still care about you and everything. But, you know, I'm just moving on and I'm in a committed relationship right now. So I don't need you to fucking text me. And no one
2: wants a no one wants a forced friendship. I I believe that if she knew he really wasn't interested in a friendship with her, she wouldn't want to try. You know, that just feels bad.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I was, so I, like, mentioned to him, I was, like, I don't know, it makes me feel like you're kind of, like, like, when he tells me, I sort of get upset, because, like, you know, I don't know, like, what's going on, and, like, if he's, like, you know, pulling some shit on the side or whatever, but I don't think he is, but I just feel like I get upset, so I'm, like, so he's, like, I don't want to tell you, because I feel like you get upset, but then, like, I want to tell you, because I don't want to keep secrets from you, and I'm, like, Ugh. it's it's just, like, a hard balance, it's, like, a hard thing to, like, wrap my brain around, because, like, I, like, I am friends with my exes, but, like, I don't really, like, like, I don't know, talk to them on the regular and, like, vent to them about my life or anything. So it's just hard for me to, like, wrap my head around, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you should just tell him that you feel some type of way about it. And yeah, maybe maybe you can just tell him, that. Like, look, I think that you responding to her is making her feel like you guys can be close. Yes. And that's why she keeps texting you. Yes. But you got to let yeah. her know that, you know, it's just not that type of party anymore.
3: Yeah, exactly. And she's like texting his friends, and is like,
0: "Is he still talking about
3: me? Oh, like, if wow. he love her?" And like, yeah, she's like, sorry, that's, she's okay, still like into that's him. That's
2: another layer that makes this whole thing completely unacceptable. See, because that's she what isn't I said. Your I your, like, your boyfriend like, is being a little yeah. too sensitive to everyone's feelings. Sometimes the most caring acts and most healthiest adult acts are going to feel bad. That's okay. We do it anyway. If she's actively seeking more than friendship, she's not respecting the relationship. And let me say this: hear the said. We only have friends that are friends of our relationship. If our friends are not supportive of our relationship and our partners, we can't have them in our relationship. We can't have them in our life as friends. All your friends should be supportive of your relationship, period.
3: That was a gem, truthfully. (laughs) There are dropping
0: gems. (laughs) Dropping
3: gems. Oh, yeah, that's so true. And it's like, I just, I know where like the place she's coming from is not from like a friendly place. It's from like a place of, hey, I want you back. And I'm like, I'm not down for that. Not a friend of the relationship, boundary set. Yes. Bam. Yeah. Set them you tell your boyfriend
2: girl. Dr. D told him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to tell him because I tell you, I like talk about you guys all the time. And he's just like, oh yeah. Like I've lived, let him listen to like a few podcasts and he like is like so shocked by like all the things but like is like, you know, <laughs> like likes he's,
2: them. he's getting pegged like, tonight. I
3: to you, like, every day. <laughs> You're going to
2: see? No. You're gonna listen to this episode. You're going to be pegging your boyfriend in a week. Mark my way. Listen back to this I episode. Wicked- <laughs> <laughs> know coming. Oh, my
0: God. That's too funny. Well, thank you guys of so course. much. That was awesome. All right, babe. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day, guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So call us with your questions and leave a voicemail at 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. Make sure you subscribe. Loveline with com And obviously use the hashtag Loveline when you talk about us. And we will... Talk to you guys next Bye. week. Bye.